0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hey, Matt. Hello there. General Kenobi. That's a really, like, (laughs) weird-sounding Grievous. We should should dub over all
2: the General Grievous parts with that voice.
1: Oh! oh. (laughs) I have been trained in your Jedi ways by Count Dooku. What do you do for the womp womp when he just starts spinning like a helicopter? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what are we up to? What are you up to? What are we doing?
2: Chilling like villains, podcasting, folks. Every
1: every week, we're chilling like villains.
2: Yeah. In our lair of doom.
1: Doom! Doom and destruction. I would sing the Invaders Zim Doom song. Doom 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 doom. But I don't know they how many people get like
2: copyright strike or I
1: something. kept it under ten seconds. That's the song, by the way. It's just the word doom over and over again. Doom doom doom. Doom 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 doom. Anyway, what are we doing? Yeah. Gamers 2 podcast. That's right, we are coming at you. Coming at you live and in action. July Except that it's probably not live if you're listening to this. Yeah, we don't do it live. July 6th. <laughs> We're gonna do it live! <laughs>
2: we should probably start throwing the date in there.
1: July six, I guess so. It's in the subtitle yeah, that true. nobody ever sees. It's so true. hey, it is the July six gamers two podcast. What's the deal with oh, why am I Seinfeld? <laughs> gross. That really is gross. I feel disgusting actually. So what have, uh, what have you been up to? Uh you know, chilling. That's two um, impressions by the way. So far, I, I, Grievous we is do we an impression. We have a, I, no, a quota. That I technically be three because I did um Gurr from Invaders in um let's
2: see here we're almost done with the uh lego we, harry potter collection
1: that's good and I, right, i'm gotta gonna get it out of i'm there. gonna interrupt you again because we should have a quota it should be like playing the meow game and from super troopers oh yeah try to how try many anyway we'll come up with games every time who cares we won't do that <laughs> so yeah almost done with that lego harry potter huh oh yeah um, what uh what year are we in now uh we we're in done Oh, oh you're in seven we're you're done one, I, you're done you're we're going done back the story. through
2: now we're going back through and doing the collectibles
1: I see, I see.
2: I mean, I haven't really been partaking too much until I hear complaining, you know, that she can't I, do something or she needs help. I
1: can't figure out what I'm supposed to do here.
2: Um, played a little, been playing, trying to get back into World of Warships. Warships. Uh, I've been messing with some different, uh, lines, you know. One so, of my
1: buddies actually just booted up on Steam the other day.
2: It was not you. Yeah,
1: it's a good game.
2: Well, I don't I mean, show up on Steam when I log in. So I don't, oh, because you
1: don't have it through that. You have yeah. it, yeah, that's right. The individual ultra. Um, it's a, it's a fun game, yeah. I just, all of a sudden, it popped up and said he was playing World of Warships. I was like,
2: oh, interesting. Anyone I
1: know? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I played with him for a few years, just mm-hmm. random games.
2: It's good. I'm I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm surprised, but not surprised, I, I guess. I don't know. I'm like 50% 50, 50, 50, but I kind of thought that someone else that I, like in my group of people that plays games would, would catch on to it at have some you, point.
1: Have you looked at World of Warplanes? I have. That game, whenever I see it played, specifically by the one and only Mr. Sark, looks, that. looks really pretty.
2: The Flying Pancake.
1: Yeah, the Flying Pancake. Yeah, he was him the best and,
2: Flying Pancake pilot I've ever
1: seen. Him and Commandant APL Fisher. <laughs> I don't know if Commandant's the right rank. Uh, but yes, it was... It, it, it looks good. I mean, Warships looks good, too. Mm. The only thing I think with Warships versus like Warplanes <laughs> is that Warships can get stale at some points because obviously you're just in an ocean flying you know floating around it's kind of bizarre because the game when you're playing it
2: because of the tiered nature of it right it changes like like how it plays meta Yeah. yeah yeah well the meta changes and like the feel of the game changes and everything and um so like the first couple tiers are like there's no rhyme or reason to it. You just go in. And free for just, all. Yeah, you free for all. And then as you get up to like tier five, it starts to become like a, um, you have to know what. Strategy. Yeah, like a strategy and like what the different ships can do, that type mm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And then tier 10 is just ridiculous. Like you might go the first five, 10 minutes of a game and not a single person has died yet.
1: Yeah, which yeah. is, you know, crazy because I show up on the field and I just die, so.
2: Yeah, well, when I get into a tier 10 game, like, I don't have a tier 10 ship because it actually takes a lot of time to get to one of those, but, like, I get up tiered a lot in tier 8, and you get into a tier 10 game, and I'm like this little, I also play, the class I play, we'll call it a class, is essentially a DPS class with no armor, (laughs) So like I anybody, anybody a, hit me. <laughs> I get into a tier ten game and I'm just like looking around, like and I, like I seriously first shot. I'm usually like just it's dumb. the
1: the scared like kid shitting his pants. Mm-hmm. Like don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me. Yeah, you see the torpedo coming through the water. You're like oh I
2: gotta move. Like the I got into a tier ten game the other day. I'll keep this brief real quick. And I was like having I was feeling good about it and I was positioning myself while you know using islands, trying to do my job. And out of nowhere's uh a tier ten German battleship from across the map, the Groshakura first, just rock hammer slammed me. And just like one salvo just obliterated me and I was like, God damn. Like it was frustrating. Anyway, so that's been kind of painful. And then um I installed New Vegas. Okay. And I started trying to install mods. And Ooh. I've been out of the mod game for a bit. We're, downs- using, were you
1: using the workshop or were you using the portal? Uh, Segway, because that was where I was getting to. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, let me just go ahead and do what I always do and ruin everything.
2: No, like, I if it was the Steam, I assume there would be a Steam workshop for it. There's not because it's an older game. Um, which kind of leads to the next part to where... Trying to install mods, it just sucks because the Nexus Mod Manager has gone the way everything else has
1: gone—garbage—and
2: it's turned into pay to like you have to pay to play. Like mm-hmm. if you try to download a mod, it's like it, you get uh, throttled. Um, oh god! And it's just like it's throttled. One point five.
1: Oh yeah. K. <laughs> it's bad. So that's.
2: I've kind of given up hope on that. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I'm gonna just try to like play it vanilla and
1: or what I, I wonder if you can just find somebody that's already got the mod and just like, like torrent it, drag right? it across. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. So that's that's rubbing up, to or now. just
1: somebody that's stupid enough to pay for it and then. Yeah, because I'm not gonna use them.
2: Nexus mod manager. Get out yeah. of here. I'm like, get
1: out of here. You're still watching Gundam 00 and PBS Vikings, or is that just old um, sale data?
2: That's that's old stuff. I finished the Vikings documentary, which was really interesting.
1: A lot of murder and rape and pillage?
2: Uh, no, not really. I was, was more focused on the exploratory side of, of Viking culture. Ah, oh, typical. Like, um, you and your boats. <laughs> and, uh, like their are iron working and like, um, there was some uh, feeding into that. Actually, there was a historical find very recently in England. I think it was England. Uh, they found a battlefield and, uh, I don't, they don't know if it's, they don't know exactly what it was. I think they, at the moment, I think the leading theory is that it was like uh dramatic tribes or something like that. Okay. Yep. They were fighting each other, but they had, um, there was, they, what the interesting part about it, they found, uh, this is totally sidetracked, but they found a, uh, yeah, we don't like do that 13 enough. year old boys that were fighting like the preteens were fighting alongside full grown men, that type of thing.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we and, saw, we saw that and got a war.
2: And they had um, after Boy. the battle, the victors had cut off their pelvic regions and stacked them on pikes.
1: Oh, the victors cut off the losers' pelvic regions. Yes. Okay. I say, if the victors cut off their own pelvic regions, I'm more impressed. <laughs> we win so bad. Take this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's uh, been interesting. Um, what else? Oh, speaking of Gundam, they announced uh, they're doing a live action movie.
1: Uh, what Gundam
2: and Legendary? Is it le- yeah, Legendary?
1: Legendary is the le- guys that did Warcraft.
2: Yep, they are. They did. They did Pacific Rim too, right? Yes, they. Um, yeah, they're they announced a uh, interesting live action Gundam movie. What have you been up to? I've been up to a lot, as per usual. Yeah, I mean, what's that
1: free time like? I say I've been up to a lot. It's mostly. St-
2: like small snippets of a lot. Of well, stuff. it's like
1: Saturday, Sunday after we're done recording, mm-hmm. and then it's a little hit and miss the entire week. Like it's more wow during the week, and then more like binging on the weekend. Yeah. See, I, I you seem to
2: play like have it's it's to from an outsider's perspective for someone
1: who struggles to find time to play games.
2: <laughs> I feel like you just have more time, but that's I, not well. Possible. I
1: don't. It it isn't. It isn't because I'm not on. I'm on a set schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, alternating hours. Mm. I don't work weekends. True. I didn't work July 4th. True. Um, I only play volleyball two nights a week. Mm-hmm. I don't have a significant other. The only person I have to answer to is Max. Who is a cat who
2: rarely gives a shit about you.
1: Yeah, which is pretty much just like, feed me, bitch. So, yeah. I mean, he gets food.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think I think one of my issues, though, is I watched. Too much random YouTube.
1: See, I what I usually do because I run dual monitors mm-hmm. is if I if there's, sorry, people, you know, <laughs> I love them, I love them a lot. But this is what we just talked about not too no, long well, ago about me being distracted. Uh, I
2: I have dual monitors as well, and I do I do the thing, right? But I usually I tend to get sucked into.
1: Well, I usually end up watching stuff that I don't need to pay attention to. Yeah, Um, random gameplay videos stuff like that where it's like unless I'm actually invested in the gameplay or I hear something then I'll double it back Mm -hmm. but at the same time I'm also playing stuff that might not necessarily require my full attention so I can split my attention but at the same time and I've talked about this actually I think with my mother (laughs) why not we'll make it a family episode fuck it (laughs) mark for explicit content Uh, you also see I have four monitors in this room And the joke of like me having mild cases of ADD or ADHD, Mm -hmm. where I can't have one thing going. Yeah, like if I'm downstairs playing MLB, my phone's playing something, or I'm on Mm -hmm. my phone at the same time. If I'm playing WoW, Twitch, YouTube, Hulu, uh, illegal sports games, like (laughs) whatever I can Mm -hmm. have is going on the other screen. Yeah. If I'm playing FM, I might be playing WoW at the same time and just split the screens and play WoW on one screen, FM on the other.
2: I think my issue, and then is, I'll have a Yankee
1: game on behind me or a Food Network. Like,
2: I think my issue is that in that regard, is like I like to do the same thing, but I can't um, be productive that way. Like, I tend to end up splitting my attention to the point where I don't get anything done. I've actually been considering getting rid of my second monitor, and having just my uh, my single monitor, so that it forces me to like focus on one thing at a time, namely games. Right, but anyways, getting sidetracked. What else have you been up to?
1: Um, sorry, got to,
2: got to bring my stuff back. Speaking, ah, um, uh, yeah, we that. can't, we can't do that. I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep in that. I was gonna say, like, I might not be the only one with a significant oh, other problem. Bah, yeah, bah, don't. Bah, bah, bah. That's
1: not not good. <laughs> <laughs> can't say that. MLB, MLB, the show, playing 18. a lot of that. They've been adding programs and adding programs to their online mode. A ton of stuff still busted. If you ever look at the subreddit, oh, my God, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. There's a couple of things that are definitely bullshit. But mm-hmm. I'm still having fun earning them and, and trying to get through some stuff. Um, hmm. And uh, WoW, obviously. We just mentioned yeah. that. Still doing the WoW thing? I, it's something I can get into uh, like at small amounts. I don't need to... I'm at a point where I don't need to commit a lot of time. Yeah. That's going to be in August yeah. where I commit a lot of time. You know uh, the
2: game like you're, the back of your hand at this. Oh,
1: right. And Mister, Sh-
2: you finished the book, right? You get did you do it this week? Uh, well, we're getting there. Okay,
1: we're getting there. Uh, yeah. But no, I can I skip to that because the only thing I'm reading, um, I'm a little over three quarters of the way through, I think. Mm. So so it'll probably be finished by the time we record next week.
2: I have a coworker who I believe is on a similar WoW level as you. I doubt that. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm
1: not gonna pl- have a wow rival fight.
2: But. Yeah, I'm just saying, like he, he's also read that book and he just finished it fairly recently. And I asked him, like, you know, because I knew he was reading it and you're reading it. I was like, yeah, blah blah blah, and he, um, he's like, yeah, it was kind of cool. You know, I finished the book and I decided I went back in the game and I ran around and just saw where all the these people were in the book and like where they are in the game, blah, blah blah. Like,
1: did he not? Okay, interesting. What? I feel like you would do it in the reverse order. You would have played the game and then read the book, and kind of—I don't, I don't know. I, I technically, there's book. The book will tell you about certain characters that you wouldn't necessarily like think anything of in the game. Yeah, like it filled but, in
2: the gaps. I'm assuming of some of what is what is what happened and what is going to happen.
1: Yeah, um, kind of what's going to happen, and just uh, it's setting. It just sets up like where you're going to be picking off. Or like picking up from yeah. in the new expansion, like the uh, setting up, like the first mm-hmm. uh, quest, and kind of like the stuff, the reasoning behind everything. Yeah. Uh, I said Mr. Shifty on there. I don't know that it's going true. I can't remember where I left off last time we talked about it. <laughs> I think I only have four levels left to go. Okay. So, not a uh, not bad. I should have that finished also by next time we record. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces. I. You don't like it. Don't lie. Yeah, I. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it. Got, I don't like dislike. Super... I don't like dislike it. But at the same time, I'm not. It's not what I wanted. It's disappointing. Mm-hmm.
2: I think other people felt that way as well from a few reviews that I saw, where it might it didn't necessarily live up to the Nintendo hype that they've. Well, not. The, I don't want to say the hype, but like. They've been putting out solid. Nintendo's been putting out good games for Switch, like, consistently. And it just quite wasn't what everyone had anticipated. Right.
1: And it was just kind of like a, like, the campaign was, like, whatever. And I don't know if I'm having a problem with my Joy Cons or if it's a problem with the controls, but, like, I'll, you know, slide to the left side of the court and I'll see my opponent's also on the left. So I'm trying to smash it to the far right side. So I'm holding Mm -hmm. right on my stick and he just hits it right back up the middle or down, like, the left side. And I'm like, I'm holding right. Like, this isn't even a question if it's holding right. So then the next one to come, same thing. I would, like, try to preload hitting right and still wouldn't happen. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> what do you want <laughs> from me? What does it mean? So that's, that's annoying. Uh, yeah, the wild book, I'm, like, three quarters of the way through. Yeah, mm-hmm. Moving right along in that. Uh, I've been watching baseball because we're reaching the all-star mm-hmm. break. Uh, by the time we record next week, we'll be going. We'll almost be to all-star weekend. It's technically two weeks. Um and been watching the World Cup. We're in quarterfinals. Two games happening today. On that so far, holy shit! I, um, I haven't
2: been keeping up on it, but from the little tidbits I hear in passing, uh, it seems like it's been a very dramatic and interesting World Cup. Like everyone's been knocked out. That all the favorites, I feel like, or I've heard, have been knocked out.
1: Um. Yes, technically the. The what you would have considered favorites before the tournament have been knocked out. Uh, like Germany's gone uh, yeah. as of recording. Brazil's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portugal's gone. Argentina's gone. Uh, yeah. So what? Are, I mean, what are we in? The... We're going into semis. We're in quarters.
2: Okay.
1: Two of the quarterfinal games are today. Two are tomorrow. There's uh, an
2: English England game. Probably. England's tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's the one. I
1: England technically has the easiest. Depending, they don't fuck it up has the easiest way to the final Mm. because they play Sweden, I believe. And then the winner of that plays whoever comes out between like Croatia and Switzerland or Denmark or something like that. So they technically have the easier side out. On the other side, it was Uruguay, France, Belgium, and Brazil. France beat Uruguay and Belgium managed to beat Brazil. Mm -hmm. So now it's France versus Belgium. To see, uh, out of those two, I believe France technically is the favorite. They're ranked higher internationally, Mm -hmm. and they their team is disgusting stat wise. Belgium's been playing really well though, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of a toss up. Uh, England's gonna be like they should be in the final, like pending they don't screw up, they should be there. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. But it's been it's been interesting. Uh, Kenny called Germany being shitty, really. Uh, So you know, props to him. He's oh, like a football manager doing do well, we, we do some it, good. we do we do a <laughs> lot of football man. Oh shit, that's uh, speaking of things, We've been playing a lot of football manager. I know,
2: I've been seeing you hop on there.
1: Um, we I checked
2: your <laughs> profile, you're at 221 hours. <laughs> it might be 229. It's 2 220 something last time I looked. Um Yeah, it's it's, not, it's ridiculous. I mean, really that's if you if you put that alongside like your wow hours or like you know oh yeah like alongside that, my wow not... hours
1: it's nothing, but that is my most played game on Steam. Yeah, uh, second I believe is Fallout Four. Fallout Four has seventy something hours in it. Yeah. Um, it. We got through so we got through our first season. I don't know. Do I, I talk about how the first season ended?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't think we talk too much. You are in and out of it uh, so often now that we don't get regular updates. Yeah,
1: well, okay. now we seem to be back in pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we finished the first season Got that of, of Cup Fever of the yeah, pretty much of the updated rosters from from when January transfer window happened, mm-hmm. and we had kind of been going through and like working our way through the season since January it happened. So starting, I guess, early February, when I probably last talked about this, and then we kind of took like a hiatus. Uh, he started working more, and we couldn't really line up each other's schedules. Now it's how do I it? We've gotten through the first season. The first season finishes me in second, him in third, somebody else in fourth, and like not a person, but like the AI in fourth and first. All of us, one through four, are separated by one point. Like 74, 73, 72, and 71. So anybody in that list gets a win, they slide up to first. Like It was so close to finishing. We go into the offseason. He makes some moves. I make some moves. I bought three people. Three senior team people. I think I bought a couple of youth. Uh, He bought... Five senior team people or whatever but like it's the first time we've actually had money because we turn off the january we turned off money for the beginning of the season so we had money technically a little bit in january but we got bone for some reason when we reached the january transfer window we each only got like a million Mm -hmm. which you can't spend on anything like i could buy a hamburger and that's about it in that game Mm -hmm. so we hit the summer transfer window i got 200 and some odd million to spend he got like 180 or something like that 170 I spent about one hundred and forty of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spent, I think, roughly the same. And we started the next season. We finally get through the World Cup and that of just like watching it because neither of us coach international teams. We get through that. We get through spring training and we start back up in our season. I think we're in November now of season two. Uh, I believe he's in second or third, and I might be in fourth. So we're all we're kind of right there. But once again, like last year, we had Watford. Who was a not top four team, mm-hmm. finished, I believe, fourth. Fourth or fifth. They might have they might have fallen out, but mm-hmm. they were right up there the entire time. We're like, I don't understand. Like <laughs> there's no like studs, but they were just winning. Yeah. Now it's Everton in season two. Everton is number one. And like teams like us and a couple others that are supposed to be like competing for that are somewhere between two to eight. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's, it's just weird how the game's kinda going. Um, I started out with I think three ties and fell as low as sixteenth or something like that. And have managed my way back to fifth now mm-hmm. with a couple wins. It's it's been uh been a lot of fun. That's good. That's good. It's never not fun, but now he's kinda gotten the bug mm-hmm. where he's back into it because now he's been able to spend money on players he likes and fix his team to play the way he wants them to play and, and you know, you can go out and get the players you want for the roles you want, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's been a lot better. He's able he upgraded his keeper, he upgraded his outside, he up you know.
2: Yeah. Huh. Sounds like uh sounds like a good time.
1: Of uh speaking of
2: sports, I got the chance last weekend to watch a full Formula One race for the first time really? in two years. From start to finish. And it was one of the craziest fucking races that has been in Formula One probably in like, I don't know, a decade.
1: And uh in case anybody's curious, rednecks on four wheelers are stupid.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to do that more often though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you I know we were talking about that service that was supposed to be coming out. Did you get that or you look did you look, uh, no, did you look just, at it?
2: I haven't. Um, it's rolled out. It's and it's it's fair. It's priced fairly, and like the features and stuff you get are. I don't know if it was coming good. out
1: for like right now, or if it was a it was a we're coming out with this, and it was gonna yeah. Be they a just wow.
2: kind of dropped it, and it's just out, and it, it works, and it's good, and everything. It's just like it's kind of still expensive, so I just you know Can go. Can you uh,
1: hit control eat. on my thing, and I'll read us some stuff. I just want to make sure. Like, obviously, I know it's gonna keep going because I have it set to not sleep, but I just yeah. want to make sure. So. All that fun stuff that we've been doing, and I don't know how long into this we are, but we're probably decently far in. 20 minutes?
2: Yep, past 20 minutes.
1: Perfect. <laughs> so let's get to some new releases.
2: That's good, though, because uh, it's not, not it's a not, strong yeah, week. Yeah, it's not a busy news. week.
1: But we can get to some new releases. New release time is week. Number one, <laughs> Red Faction Gorilla Re Mars Turd.
2: You see what they did there? I see what they did there.
1: For PS4, Xbox, and PC. Waking Violet for PS4 and Vita. What the Box for Xbox. <laughs> it's like a funny thing. Detached for PSVR. Johnny Turbo's Arcade 2 Crew Dudes for Switch. It's a good name. Mushroom Wars 2 for the Switch. There was a one. Pocket Rumble for the Switch.
2: I hope there wasn't a one. And they're just trolling.
1: Yeah. Mushroom Wars 4. If you look fun in the first three, you were high. (laughs) Samurai Showdown 5 for Xbox and Switch. Spelled S-H-O-D-O-W-N. Because you see, this whole week is about puns. Dude, the amount... I'm,
2: I'm a fan of puns all right well it was all right but I say, society, there's, a, there's a level society culture whatever ruining the pun right now all right you need you pull the pun back
1: just bring just bring bring pull back. the pun chiz <laughs> right? yeah yeah I hate him I'm gonna participate <laughs> uh number nine wheel spin frenzy for the Xbox went out of order here for a reason and number 10 defiance 2050. Ultimate Founders Pack, I believe the rest of it's like the regular game is out next week for the Xbox. Now, you might ask me, Matt, Nate, what's Defiance 2050? And I would tell you, I don't know, but what I would tell you is that there was a Defiance game that came out years ago okay. that went hand in hand with a TV show called Defiance oh, yeah. on okay. sci-fi. Mm-hmm. This is in that same universe. Is it really? And I don't know what the situation with 2050 is. I don't know if it's like a new show, it, like what the deal is. Cool. Good for them. I, I was saw, like
2: a, They kind of had like a little bit of a cult following.
1: I saw this on the list and I was like, uh, 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 uh what? Because it was Defiance. The show was canceled. Yeah. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start this off. I don't know.
1: You want to start this off? You want to start off with Flash f-
2: News headlines. Ba, 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 ba. This is really enthusiastic this week. <laughs> I wish I could just do... <laughs> we should use that noise. It's a cool noise. Um, a company called Gameway has opened two gaming lounges at the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport.
1: I'm flying into there later this year, Matt.
2: You're going to check that shit out then. They're... When I fly out of there. <laughs> Their business model is similar to the South screw, Korean game Screw realms. your wedding.
1: I'm going to get lost at the game station.
2: show their business model is similar to the South Korean game rooms, but perhaps a bit more expensive. Travelers can pay $0.42 cents a minute or $20 for unlimited time at an Xbox preloaded with 19 games, including Fortnite and Rocket League. Who the hell is going to pay $0.42 cents a minute when you can pay 20 dollars and have unlimited time?
1: Because maybe I only have one minute to play.
2: I don't know. It's stupid. At Anyways. which point, why am I going
1: to play Fortnite for one minute?
2: According to Jordan Walbridge, president of Gameway, the demographics for flying and gaming perfectly align. Uh, so I guess this could become a common sight at airports. But it did take them a year and a half to get it off the ground at Fort Worth.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, you! Might. Are there more puns in here? Am I gonna I have no, to? I hate don't know.
2: Them? I don't remember.
1: All right, you fucking writing airplane uh. puns now? God uh. damn.
2: No, it was interesting
1: though. Cool concept. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's uh, the funny thing too is like I get it. It's a it's a great concept. Like obviously, yeah. okay, way to kill time that isn't a thirty dollar drink in a bar. Yeah, um, when I can spend twenty dollars for unlimited time at gaming, hey, balances. Uh, but at the same time, like I travel with my Switch.
2: Yeah, that was they actually mentioned that in a couple of the articles that like, you know, it's most people are, are, are who travel a lot have a Switch, so. Cool idea, though. Like, if you want to get in a game or two of Fortnite on a, on a, your, if you're not a Nintendo fan, aka me, <laughs> um, <laughs> or whatever, you can log into your own Xbox account too, if you wanted to, or you can use True. theirs. So,
1: you know. Number two. Ooh, it's my favorite one.
2: Wooe! Oh, Jesus.
1: Oil Tycoon Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Shared a little info on the timing of Bethesda's upcoming game, Starfield. And Matt thinks it's what we expected. See how I did that? Switched the I with Matt? Because yeah. I don't know anything. He said, what systems we put it out on, what's the hardware requirements, is still to be determined. We're pushing it. We're thinking very, very far in the future. So we're building something that will handle next generation hardware. That's what we're building on right now. That's where our mind is. That doesn't mean it wouldn't exist on the current systems as well. End quote. So, considering players and developers alike haven't heard a peep about next-gen hardware, we're looking at years... ...forever. Oh, shizzle. And
2: Starfield is before Elder Scrolls Six. That has been... He, I don't know do I say that that later?
1: was I thought that was clear in their press conference
2: it it was but it wasn't like obviously starfield they showed starfield first and they sh- yeah they well Elder he Skulls. said
1: something along the lines of like but first we are doing this and then after we will do this
2: yeah but he specifically says and I didn't want to quote everything he said because we'd be here for like three hours but he said that um, starfield is essentially in production. And Elder Scrolls is in pre-production. So there you go.
1: I'm gonna continue. Okay. Because number three is more of my favorite oil tycoon, Todd Howard. Todd Howard, since he's uh you know blessing us with his wisdom, gets another story. <laughs> At the same conference as the previous story, the Bethesda Golden Boas said, oh, I've you know, changed that. At the same press conference as the previous story, the Bethesda Oil Tycoon <laughs> said this about service-based Fallout 76. It doesn't mark, quote, it doesn't mark the future. Corporately, we've done a mix. People forget about, or people forget sometimes. Anyone who has ever said, this is the future and this part of gaming is dead, has been proven wrong every single time. We like to try it all. For a long time, we wanted to try a multiplayer game, and we had this idea. We shouldn't be afraid. We should try it, End quote. It's reassuring to see Bethesda keeping their minds open to new things and not following industry, a.k.a. Battle Royale trends.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice to see that, for you because know, normally you, get, uh, you just see bad news all the time. But now you got, you got Todd Howard bringing us those rays of light, saying, hey, we, we'll do it all for you.
0: And I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh, Jesus.
1: Dun-dun. <laughs> Meatloaf reference. Count even. We're going to get even older in the references later, so... Oh, my God. Meatloaf. All right.
2: Ubisoft laid out their future intentions for their games in a blog post the other day.
1: Paradise by the dashboard. Oh, sorry.
2: Long story short, they plan on continuing to blur the line between sequels and post-launch support. Which... Th- that statement just sounds weird. It does. It's it's I didn't know how else to say it, but No, no, no,
1: but I mean like it's just like we're not going to do a sequel. We're just going to make this game last forever. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's it's,
2: essentially, yeah. That was almost what the games what they said. Anyways, that means more <laughs> more games as a service and content updates. Executive Vice President of Creative for Ubisoft or Ubisoft, however you'd like to say that. Uh, where was I? Anyways, executive vice president of creative for Ubisoft. Oh, he's more specific. Executive. Uh, I love this title. Actually. I just say
1: it real quick. I'll, I'll, I'll. Do you want to do it? I'll. Oh, do, well. well, you can go ahead and. Do I'll it. give you the title. Uh, the title of this employee specifically, Lionel Renaud, is executive vice president of creative for Ubisoft's Canadian studios. Yeah, How I do like you that? put that on a desk plate. Yeah, also, well, I mean, you'd have to like put a few lines to fit it on a door plaque. Uh, uh, the best part is that they write executive vice president of creative yeah, for... Like, I, I why, double-checked that, too. Why because is Because I was like, why is... What, what executive do Executive vice president of creativity?
2: Yeah. Uh, whatever.
1: Know, whatever. Anyway, whatever. Go ahead, continue.
2: Um, Lionel.
1: Ren- Renaud. Renaud. It's almost like <laughs> Renault, the card company. Another reference. Thank you. I'll be here all night. I sound like Trump. You did,
2: actually. Said something interesting (laughs) that might hint at Ubisoft's future. Quote, we will have technology that will break the limits of memory. For instance, because of new technologies that are arriving, we would be able to, in the same world, have several historic periods, for instance, in Assassin's Creed, and use the animus to travel from one to the other.
1: Now, don't... All right, real quick. (laughs) Yeah. Don't we call this lazy in movies? When you start using time travel travel to fix all your problems? Marvel. Or, they haven't done it yet, but I mean, come on now. Oh, Infinity, Infinity sure Stones will. are here.
2: Or have different areas of the world linked by travel systems so that a Far Cry game or like a Watch Vien- Dogs <laughs> game could happen in different countries in the same experience seamlessly. Now,
1: the funny thing there, so uh, they speak about Far Cry. We'll talk about that one first, I guess. Uh, so the Far Cry game can exist in different things. We've yeah. got, we did the Vietnam one, uh, specifically with the most recent Far Cry 5. Yeah. There's the Vietnam, there's Space, mm-hmm. and then whatever the other one was. Um... Vietnam space. What the fuck was the other one? Zombies? Yeah, it was zombies. Uh and then they're like, or we can have watchdogs happen in different countries. Okay. Like yeah, uh, yeah you want to really get bold with watchdogs? Put it in Tokyo. If that's your sounds... boldest move is to tell me that Tokyo has only one guy that's a watchdog in it.
2: <laughs> it sounds to me like they want to it sounds like they're just gonna come up with an excuse to have like I don't want to say an excuse but when he said this all i was thinking was okay so you're going to do you're going to have a service you're going to have a game pass and you're just going to make a flashy way to move from game to game hmm. so interesting yeah and then i kind of thought like that i was thinking after the words i'm like you know gta 5 was kind of like a uh, precursor to this whole thing with their oh yeah G- gta 5 stories. very
1: uh very much broke a mold and opened up possibilities yeah. that people thought un- yeah. untouchable before.
2: I kind of remember us talking about that when we first played the game and everything. We were like, oh shit, this is going to change a lot of stuff. Well, because
1: going in, we're like, you know, the, the way they released the trailer. Like, I mean, we can speak about GTA, I guess, for a bit. The way they uh, the way they announced the trailers. Because I believe, what do they they did a character one for each character. It was only like a minute thirty or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so do I choose who I play as? Like how they don't they don't like explain the story. They're like, no, you play as everybody, and that's all they said. They didn't explain like how that all intertwined. And then you do it, and you're like, holy shit! Yeah, this is changing how we're doing story. It
2: still blows my mind that you could switch characters and so flawlessly and seamlessly on a goddamn Xbox 360 and PS3. Like hot damn, that was impressive. <sighs> all right, humans fall flat. It's no, a great is, game. Is, oh, to get out of here. Oh, you want to talk more?
1: We talking uh, What do you mean? I didn't. You did the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to go back to all It was all Todd Howard the first time. That's why. Yeah, okay. I was just sticking with my Oil Tycoon. No, I'm fine. This is good. We're good. <laughs> because trying to cover I, for Nate over here, and he's because I want like it, because I want it. it because I want to do this story the specific way. Okay. Human Fall Flat is a great game. It's the best game, speaking to people I know. And it's getting even better on console with an update that will bring online multiplayer, according to sources I've heard. And everybody knows it. <coughs> this is actually... you do doing a pretty good job. August 28th, you'll be able to create private servers, because, you know, that's what we keep our emails on. Haha, <laughs> suck it, Hillary. I'm in the White House. And invite up to seven other players so you can try to solve puzzles the best puzzles my puzzles smart people have made these puzzles they're really hard while your friends throw you off the end of the world and as we all know friends are chumps they all lie and cheat and get indicted uh, so yeah there's a human fall flat to get more updates yeah I don't thanks know donald something. trump that was yeah that was last guest, guest the, uh, host guest host that was almost like surfer trump though i gotta be real clear about that i almost went surfer trump I was like whoa bro <laughs> like surfs up. Can you believe it's the best thing you've ever heard? Hang ten, brah. Uh, oh boy. Am I like ten impressions now? Oh I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Oh, I can do this one. You want me to do this one? <laughs> this is gonna get real racist if I do this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll take this one. Okay. good. So yeah. Anyway, um, the, I want to. Let's go back. Let's double back. <laughs> and I feel like I'm not giving Human Fall Flat as credit here because we love that game.
2: It was I can't imagine what's the uh, mo- how many can, people can you have in the PC eight. version? Is it 8?
1: Yeah, you just can't you can only have I think 2 on the same PC, mm-hmm. but you can you can connect 8 like when if you watch the Funhouse video, there's yeah. 6 of them playing. I think at least. I can't imagine trying to play Human Fall Flat with
2: 8 people. I feel like at that point like it's massive diminishing returns.
1: I I feel like it's not even just the, like it's got to be Specifically, like it says, obviously, like it says at the end, while well, your friends try to throw you off the edge of the world, like yeah, yes, that's exactly what half of our group would do. Oh yeah, like I'm going to grab you and drag you over here. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to solve the puzzle.
2: Uh, the only thing I can, I, I kind of wish there was more content would fall flat, like more puzzles, right? Because that last level, like it's pretty linear. We still haven't then, done it. Yeah, and then you get to the last level, and the last level is like, there's puzzles all over the place. Yeah. You could split up into teams. Oh, that's what the funny
1: thing is, too, though, is that there's so many different ways to solve the level, because you can beat the entire game solo. Yeah. But like there's so many different ways to solve things that you can just... If you ever watch a video of a group of people playing Human Fall Flat, you will see a bunch of people like, oh, maybe yeah. I'm going over here. Maybe I'm going over here. And then there's just like the one guy that's actually just like trying to drag something into his way because he can't get there.
2: Which in itself is a fun thing to do is to watch watch people play even fall Flat.
1: Oh, yeah. And then you immediately go like – Even if you watch them and you know like what you need to do kind of to like where you need to get out and stuff, it's still fun to do it yourself because you still have to execute it. Like it's complete – The motion stuff is like weird and you're just a giant blob walking around. Like yeah. it's not it's, – uh, it's not one to one movement. Mm-hmm. Can you hit control again for me, just so I can uh, I can feel good about this control, and I won't control. Uh, I won't be super racist for this next one. So go ahead.
2: All right, Shenmue One and Two will be Number releasing six. on me PC me. on August twenty first with some interesting caveats. It's Shenmue, so of course there has to be some weirdness going on. Apparently, it's locked at thirty hertz. The Shenmue FAQ states throughout the engine, game code, and scripts, there are hard-coded assumptions about a fixed 30 hertz frame update rate, so the game needs to run at 30 hertz.
1: Interesting. Yep. It's (laughs) Uh, interesting. It's so funny because fucking Shenmue 1 and 2 coming in August. By the way, Shenmue 3 is in development hell probably.
2: It's just so funny to me because it's like further proof that the game probably wasn't made very well. Uh, and then the other part of it, too, was that they, um, they, I mean, this isn't like unheard of or even uncommon, but they, uh, re- remade, um, different. Versions of the game. So Shenmue One's the Dreamcast version, mm. and Shenmue Two is the Xbox version. Weird, yeah, because the Xbox version was had more features and was more up
1: to date. Like it had like uh, you know graphical updates and that. Mm, I see. Okay, I, it's just so funny. I wanted the oh, Shenmue One and Two, and I was just like, I can't do. Brings that. great dishonor to my family. Oh, you bring a great dishonor. Uh. <laughs> I'm getting sued. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, this is our leak segment? I like it. This week's leaks come courtesy of Amazon Italy. Bloodborne 2, Sunset Overdrive 2, Splinter Cell, and Borderlands 3 were all listed, and we've seen mention of some of these titles before, so it's probably only a matter of time before we see official announcements. There's been some...
2: Not controversy. Uh, There's been some... What's the word I want to use? Some people are disagreeing with the Bloodborne two um, leak. I guess you could say huh. they because uh, From Software has you know has so many games going on that they're like there's no way they could be making another one.
1: So it's funny because yes, there's no uh, in theory way that they could be doing it because they just also announced I think three games at E3. Yeah, but that's also Bloodborne two is a very PSX announcement. Yep. So we could push it all the way to the push, hearing it from hearing from it in December, which is also like a game awards time for uh, Borderlands. Mm-hmm. I think Borderlands is a great game awards like trailer debut situation to come into next year. Yeah, uh, the other ones like Splinter Cell could be Gamescom and Sunset Overdrive could be Gamescom because Xbox always shows up at Gamescom. Yeah. So,
2: Borderline Three is the interesting one in the fact that like there's been a lot of rumors about that one. And well, because some... we
1: all know it's in development. They've yeah. talked about it for years. Yeah,
2: that's the thing. Is like all these like you know higher ups, execs, and stuff have like inadvertently made mention of it. So, it's coming at some point. Who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's about so. It. The, well, the
1: next one I'm going to kick over to you anyway. Yeah. Because you probably know more about it than I do. Because I didn't look at it. But there has been 20 minutes of an Anthem playthrough Yeah, so the
2: demo that we saw snippets of at E3 that was playable behind closed doors at E3. um, They released a full uncut version of that demo, essentially. Oh, okay. With some annotation from, uh, I don't know, I'm assuming it was like a game director of some kind. okay
1: um it was interesting like a director's cut kind of or commentary i should yeah say. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: director's commentary um it was interesting it, it looked good uh the play gameplay looked good and then um you know it the it was pretty i don't know i don't know like what it's hard to say anything about it would uh, you know just go watch did it, it Did it just
1: look more like what we saw yeah. There wasn't it, anything. It there like wasn't anything like feature news um, or anything.
2: The, it's just you just saw more of it. Like, you know, you saw like the Colossus's ultimate ulti or whatever the hell they fucking called it. Was it Was that saw, that like, that, like rocket stuff. mortar shot? Yeah, it was like a grenade launcher almost, oh, okay. but you could like kind of power it up a bit. Okay. Um. They showed more of the boss fight. They actually showed the boss fight. I guess I should say. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because you get in the E3 one, you kind of get there and it stops. Yeah. They did say, I believe, though, that the, like you could play through that through closed doors or whatever. Or like, yeah. it was available to play through, but they weren't yep. going to show it on stage.
2: The interesting part, the the part, the thing about it that I'm enjoying is they seem to be doing a good job of so far of um managing hype. Mm. And they're kind of doing this routine, this give and take, to where they're like showing something, letting people get hyped about it, and then talking very specifically about it and answering very specific questions to kind of keep the hype tempered, like, right? Um, and they answered like they said it when they showed off the footage. They're like these were, um, these were, you know, developers who are very good at this game,
1: who are very well geared. Up and so very much like understand we're showing you an end game situation.
2: Yeah, they're like we're showing you like this this is people who know what they're doing and have appropriate gear. Like this is hard content. And right. like you're seeing people who are very good at this play hard content. Yeah. And they said at the end, because they they show a segment of the boss, they don't show the boss getting beaten, but they're fighting the boss for a solid like five, ten minutes, and it's it has a health bar that has like ten bars on it. And they only knocked down, like, two bars. Jesus. And people were like, oh, fuck that. And they're like, no, we – this boss has – we didn't want to make – we wanted to make it so they couldn't beat the boss. So we artificially inflated the health pool. So oh, okay, was, okay. So like, you know.
1: So, so it's I like, here's what boss. we're going to show you, but, like, they, they can't beat it. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Um, I guess if we're speaking about uh... – <sighs> ea titles and early gameplay uh i believe there was a closed alpha maybe that had gone on now for battlefield 5 yep i watched um, some of that too there's some cool footage about that mm-hmm. We're discussing more than uh more about the, like the revive system that we've heard uh mm-hmm. changing and stuff like that yeah that was cool there was a lot of cool stuff in it that mm-hmm. i was pumped about like spotting changes and stuff yep. like that so i'm assuming you saw
2: you watched the thing i watched which was probably the yes and that's honestly if you're interested that's a great thing the their their podcast on it or whatever is Great to watch because they basically break it down to what the changes are and how they affect gameplay. Um, the destructible buildings part that they talked about and like how you could build barriers up in certain places sounds fantastic. The spotting sounds great, and the fact that you can lose your spot now, so that like you know you can effectively like hide. Um, also, that yeah, one like when you awesome.
1: lose, if you break, I believe it's if you like break line of sight, you can mm. lose your spot and stuff like yeah. that. Which is all cool.
2: Sounds great. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I mean, it sounds like they made like really good changes to that.
1: Once again, my doc didn't update on my on my uh, tablet, so I'm gonna have to rely on you here for. Okay, what do you want to do first? What we're gonna get into, uh, we're gonna go to our just our deals. Okay. Same thing we always do. Uh, I just need to remember. I think I can remember off the top of my head. But humble, now that we're in July, has its new monthly bundle. So, the three guaranteed games right now that they have released are A Hat in Time, Conan Exiles, and The Escapist, too. I wanted to say Prison Architect. I knew I was wrong.
2: I have Prison Architect on my wish list. I own it. Is it worth it?
1: I don't, I I never. Depends on what you're going to get it for, like price wise, I think. Uh, yeah, so the Escapist 2, A Hat in Time, and Conan Exiles for 12 bucks right now. I think that MSRP is at like $86 already. Yeah. Because I think Conan's a $30 game. Same with A Hat in Time. And then Escapist, I also believe, is right around there. So, not a bad deal to start off the three known games. There's more coming. They will release them at the when the deal ends. Like, you don't get mm-hmm. to know before you buy it. So, cool thing there. Uh, Twitch Prime. I've normally mentioned when the monthly Twitch Prime games get announced. There's too many this month to talk about. Because Amazon does their Prime Day in July, which is essentially their second Black Friday. Or first, depending on how you look at the year. Yeah, how you look at the year. No, literally, Nate, it's first, no matter what you do, unless you start your year in September. <laughs> uh, where they run, I believe it's they were talking about it's going to be like over a million different sales now. All the you know, crazy discounts on everything on the site for the most part. Um, but because of that, if you, have, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. They, they're, they come together. Twitch Prime allows you this month, like every day, there's a new game going up for free. And all you do is you just go to Twitch. You're logged in. In the top right, you'll see your little crown. Click that. Click claim. Done. And there's just going to be a bunch of games going up there all the time. So you always check in each day and just and just claim it. It's a free game. Like you can't,
2: I can't like can't beat it. Understand how they can?
1: I mean, it's not. I don't think there's do really uh that many AAA titles, but there's good titles in there. Yeah. And then there's obviously we just kind of talked about it too, but Prime Day. Prime Day is coming up. I believe it's the fourteenth. I don't wanna be wrong. It might be the fourteenth of July. And it's it's everything I just said. Like it's just a like stupid sale. Like it's Black Friday but Amazon. And Amazon does Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Like so pff, can you complain?
2: Prime Day. Prime Day. EBay's been doing good coupons lately too. Just throwing that out there. In case you need something
1: outside of video games. eBay's been doing their like fifteen percent. I think is the most recent one I've seen. I don't think they've gone back up to twenty yet. There was there was a a select twenty, I believe, but it wasn't it wasn't the site wide, which is the killer. So yeah, that's uh that's that for um for deals. I mean, uh, I guess kind of we talk about a little bit. Steam sale is over now. It ended on uh, Thursday at eleven o'clock Eastern Time in the morning. Uh, What uh, did I know? We talked about what you picked up. Did you pick anything else up?
2: I didn't. Um, honestly, I, I still have Shadow of the Colossus that I have to play, and I still have God of War I have to play. Mm-hmm. So fair enough. Um, once I get my PlayStation back, I think that's going to be
1: where is it? Uh, Samantha. Oh, that's Lego. right. Yeah, Lego. Which is
2: fine. That's cool. I kind of enjoy playing the Lego games, so I don't mind.
1: Yeah, they're always they're they're just a fun kind of relaxing time. Yeah, you can do them without having to really like pay attention.
2: Yeah. What what I kind of enjoy about it is. Yeah, that aspect of it, and then she's she's the big proponent for it. So like, I can sit on a couch and chill, and just kind of thumb around on my on my uh, cell phone and like read stuff, and then like hop in when I want to, and then like drop out when I when I want to do something. Right? Else,
1: like, I'll have to play something on the PlayStation. oh. And then, I guess we can talk about our uh, our question. For this week, which is technically last week, but we're we're gonna call it this week and pretend like we didn't uh, get it in time. <laughs> From uh, I believe I believe his name uh, was Ford Prefect. Yeah, I wonder if he yeah. had a towel. Really? Yeah, I went there. All right. Ford <laughs> Prefect has asked, "What?
2: What?" <laughs> Yeah, that's why I handed it to you.
1: Oh, because he didn't put like in there. Yeah. What? No, he didn't put think in there. What do you think of really old school games, specifically like retro games, and then referenced Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So it explains why he's Ford Prefect. Yep. Good old character played, I believe, in the movie by Most Deaf. Yeah. Which is weird to say that in a sentence. It's
2: such a good movie, though.
1: I never watched it.
2: Really? Yeah. It is really good.
1: Never watched, it, never read the book, never listened to the radio show.
2: Yeah, so that was we were added to my about list it.
1: of nerd things I haven't done. Firefly. Oh my god! You can't drop that bomb. I could drop that bomb because I know it tilts you. But that's and not what we're talking. it's not what we're talking about. We can discuss that on another time next week when we don't have a listener. I don't question. even know.
2: I don't even want you to watch it because I said I was hyped <laughs> up One Punch Man. and You were like not thrilled about it.
1: it One Punch Man was enjoyable.
2: It I was just it's, I, it was better than enjoyable. It's good. All right. It's good. Anyways, continuing on. I've always had intentions of reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Because, so the major science fiction, like, the influence in my life that's always pushed me towards, like, technology and science fiction and stuff like that was my grandfather. He was the one that, like, got, got, like, got us, like, a metric dick ton of, like, Star Trek toys and stuff like that. A metric and, like, dick ton? Yeah, and, like, we'd go over to his house and he, we'd watch freaking Star Star Wars on LaserDisc, that type of crap. And play like the freaking Klingon Academy game on on his PC, and like he um, it, like he, <laughs> I remember when the Xbox came out, he bought an Xbox. He's like, on the, he was like first people I know that bought an Xbox, and uh, he was always like passively trying to get me to read um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and like he'd always bring it up and stuff like that. And I never got around to it, um. So I might have to, might have to do that. Because I hear it's fantastic. Fantastic.
1: It's uh it's an interesting thing. I think it's just one of those it's it's cult. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing like that's why I mentioned stuff like Firefly or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's uh it's something that is probably quote unquote required by nerddom yeah. that I just haven't yeah. done. Which mm-hmm. is there's a lot of things on that list. Oh, yeah. Which is why it's always funny when Matt and I can bring it up. Because when we just run into
3: you don't know. You've
1: never seen. Oh, you've never read, and it gets to a fun time. Um, specifically, though, I guess is that a game? What's that? The Hitchhikers. I don't is there know. is there a game? Because he references that, and I feel like there maybe is a game. But when he says retro games, I'm curious how far retro he wants to. Talk. I'm assuming
2: he, like NES. Are we
1: talking Asteroids? Are we talking Galaga? Galaga. Are we talking Time talk, Crisis? You
2: know, Atari Pong? Like are, we...
1: are we talking... Uh, God, there was a game that we could never get to run called ATF. Advanced Task Force. <laughs> it was a. There was a picture of a B-2 bomber on it. And I always wanted to fly it in the game. Never get that game to work. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 was one of the first games I played on PC. There is a
2: Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game from 1984. That is certainly retro. Is it a
1: board game or is it not? It's a... Is it like text based? No, it's it's, like Oregon uh, Trail, text based. uh,
2: Apple II, Atari 8-bit. So yeah, it's. I guess it's probably in a similar. Designed by Douglas Adams and Steve Kurtsky. Infocom's 14th game. Apple II, Macintosh, Commodore 64, MS-DOS, Atari 8-bit. Atari ST Gameplay Text adventure game Okay that makes sense then
1: Yeah I I assume it's similar To like Oregon Trail Where that's very text Mm -hmm. uh, Based Uh, It's they're cool. I think they have their place. I don't know. Like, It's hard to get one that works now, which is why when you do get one, it's considered like cult, cultly done I'm, well.
2: I'm surprised they haven't found a resurgence. Or maybe they haven't. I just don't know it. On uh, mobile devices. Because it seems like that would be something you could do like when you got like a couple free minutes on a, I think on it's, a mobile device.
1: I think it's just changed. Just where because that's not the... Stuff like Emily is Away or mm-hmm. Emily is Away 2 mm-hmm. uh, or um, Lost Phone... Like, those are text-based games. Yeah. But they're not the—they're not like a DOS command prompt mm-hmm. going through things. Yeah. They still... They look prettier, but they're, they're text-based games. It's just what they are. They're just narratives. They're telling stories. Florence, I believe, is the same way. Uh, I mean, technically, Telltale games are, are just are narrative, yeah. you know, text-based games. There's, yeah, there's art like, to them, but...
2: Like, the Telltale games and, like, the walking, quote-unquote, walking simulators are kind of like the current... Iteration of that type of gameplay, like uh, Firewatch, and
1: right walking simulators that aren't something like Journey. Yeah, where Journey it's it's not there's not text. It's you and your experience with the game, mm-hmm. not like giving, not being given a story, but creating your own. Yeah, uh, it's interesting stuff like that. Uh, I. Th- I say, cause I don't really have much experience with like those classic games, like like no. true text-based. Yeah, I've I programmed heard. a couple, but I mean, they were, I literally programmed just the call of duty Four campaign just in text. So I don't know that doesn't really count. I ripped the complete story and just made it in text. Uh, it, they, I think they had their place. I think it's just kind of changed like the, the way text-based games are delivered now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it could other see, other uh, classic resurgence,
2: games resurgence if people presented them the correct way, like just like a remaster of some kind in some some fashion. Um, because you know it's we live in an age where you can have anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's that's gonna someone's gonna want to do that at some if, point.
1: If we talk about slightly more modern, I mean, slightly like I would just want to step slightly forward, slightly like, more contemporary. I'd like to step forward maybe like 10, 15 years. Uh, and, you, and you reach things like Tetris and, and Gallica and uh going more into the arcades of uh time force or die sorry time splitters House of the dead like shooters like that those ones I want to be remade in VR dude why don't we who owns
2: House of the dead
1: I don't know why don't we have a house of the dead reboot i I just want it in VR because those those shooter games like that, that are meant to, like, you show up at the arcade and each of you grabs a gun, yeah. like, those specifically, to me, it's just like, yes, that and VR, easy, done. Like, I don't know, you know why that's not a question. Speaking of a little tangent here. You but know who mentioned... Not a not a question. It's not a sentence, <laughs> but I
2: mean, yes. You know who mentioned VR in the same conference as all the other news articles we talked about? Uh, the oil, oil tycoon himself. <laughs> Todd Howard. He said that traditionally the third generation is when techno- that technology becomes popular. And that's what he had to say about
1: VR basically. He's so not it. wrong. The problem is that we just reached Gen 2. Yeah. yeah. So we Which still I think got, was him saying like... We're getting there. Yeah. But like we're not there yet. So when you play Starfield in VR be ready. Because you think Star Trek you think Star Trek Bridge Crew is so cool.
2: Actually I didn't connect those two statements but if you think about it. Like his VR comment, and then the, and we're looking timing, very far out say, in the future and, timing wise, and hardware and whatnot. So,
1: Starfield VR game confirmed. The old haiku you himself,
2: that? you're making that a prediction.
1: Are you gonna hold me to that in four years? I don't At know. At least I'm just saying, I'll remember. I yeah, said, sure.
2: I see that's the other I'll thing. call. It. So you say four years, I'm saying three years. 21? Yeah, 18, 19, 19,
1: 20.
2: yeah, 21.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna give you a year, but I slay VR. I don't think it's an exclusively VR title, but I definitely think it has a VR at launch thing. Not like a Fallout VR where it comes later, mm. but I I definitely think it is VR compatible at launch.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they did Fallout Four. They did. We have abandoned this question, but I mean, <laughs> we're gonna get back to it in a second. They did Fallout Four. They did Skyrim. They did they Doom. They did, did Doom. They um, did Prey. They did Prey. Um, it does seem like they're trying to train themselves to make a world that can be both VR and traditional, uh, gameplay. So if they could come up with a tool set and a technique and and stuff like that to, to do it at once, you know, develop one game and have it work in both realms. I mean, you know, I could see them doing that. Anyways, back to retro games. Obviously, they're hot right now. You got the NES Classic, got the SNES. You got all your little Atari. Atari,
1: um, Segas. Atari, oh, yeah.
2: Atari's working. Uh, fucking Atari hired uh, an, an, an Xbox executive. Because um, they're trying to do some new console. Atari is. Um, you got your Raspberry Pi uh, retro boxes that are Yeah, Retro Pi. Retro yep. Pi. Um, yeah. Oh, we gotta make it out to that freaking Dave and Buster's. Try out that Halo thing.
1: Do we know that it went in? I don't know. It's, they said this summer though. I think like we should look before we, we just try I keep, it out.
2: I forgot about it though. We'll take a, we'll take
1: a look after this. Uh, yeah, there's the retro games are definitely making a resurgence, but it's not it's not new retro games. I, like that's a weird thing, it's a weird statement to say as it is. Uh, it's not like there's a couple games. Like Stardew Valley is a good example where it's like it's a retro game because it's an isometric isometric 2D. Mm-hmm. Like Harvest Moon equivalent, there's a lot of games that do like, or just platformers like Super Meat Boy. It's yeah. it's not a retro game, but it is because it moves much more fluidly than Mario does. But it's shots fired. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> fired shots in Nintendo. Uh, it's a very it's it's a 2D platformer, which is mm-hmm. a retro style game. But there's ways to do it retro. You know, it's just it's Fucking a cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> Cuphead is of uh, what, 1940s aesthetic? Yeah. I think like, yeah. 20s. Maybe. Whatever. It's old. <laughs> <laughs> it's old.
2: Um, Yeah. Retro. Yeah. Yeah. I think to a certain extent, they're a different type of tough, too, that, like, gamers nowadays aren't used to.
1: Well, that's always the, that's the problem, too, like. As you don't realize it getting older until it, it kind of becomes a thing you as a child put up with way harder shit than you do as an adult oh, yeah. because you'll reach it as an adult and go like alright this is about my sixth attempt and I'm done yep. I don't care anymore
2: yep that's why I can't play like Dark Souls or Bloodborne yeah it's just like I can't do this to myself like I ain't got time for this ain't nobody got time for this whereas Mario you, know, you fucking die the same hole 18 times and it's like I'll try again
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, Mario was hard, but there was another one. I can't remember what it was. There was one on the 3DS that was called Kid Icarus. Yeah. One of the hardest 3DS games. And there are adults that are like, I just can't. I'm done. Like, this thing is hard. And you, it was one of the first things I remember uh, Adam Sessler was talking about on some podcast. He's like, you don't realize how hard games were as a kid, how much you were willing to put up with mm-hmm. until you get to an adult and you're like, I don't have time.
2: Yeah. 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 You got to come to terms with that time management nonsense. Can't play everything in the world anymore. Sad story.
1: It is. It is a sigh. Sigh. It is a sigh story indeed. It is. Uh. It's a good time. It's a. It was. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just gonna ramble on about nothing. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, that's the podcast. It's been a good time. It's been a great time. It has been the best of
2: times. Uh the worst of times. To have two cities.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or another reference.
2: <laughs> An even older reference.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Four score all right. <laughs> just all right, all stop right. before we just see how many references we can make to things. Gamers2.com. Submit questions there the link at the top of the screen. Listen to the podcast on all the services, including Spotify and everything else. And then find us wherever you need to because we are around Twitter. You can find both of us, Matt Sirway and Nate Killian. And you can find Gamers too for whenever the show goes live. Later. Bye-bye.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.